You're listening to Comedy Central. You've been on the road, and there's a story you, you have from Texas that I wanted you to share with the audience, please. So I, I'm usually the one, uh, me and David usually go up to the counter-protesters at our events, and usually we, we have more people attend our events than obviously counter-protesters. Right. But uh, at one of our events in Dallas, there was a group of 10 people that were, uh, they were harassing people coming to our event, so we went and distracted them so that people could get into our event peacefully. And uh, at the end of our conversation, they all agreed, for the most part, with all of our policy. And so the next day in Houston, we were all excited to do that again, and the people were a little more hostile. hostile. Right. And so some of them were getting more heated, and then one of the women on the, basically it's like always divided. Right. So it's like they're on the other side of the street, and we have a permit, so they like can't really come over to what we're doing. Uh-huh. And so Which they, is how life should be. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're, they're, they're mostly armed to the teeth. Like right. they have like, Guns on so they're trying to show you that, like, hey, the gun, yeah. yeah. The, and, the kids who survived the shooting, like, I can fuck you up. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> so I, I, I wasn't supposed uh, to curse today. So I'm on the other side of the street now from our event, and uh, I'm talking to this man. He's about six four, long beard. He has a camo skirt on, and he has a rifle, rifle, handgun, handgun, knife. And we're talking about uh, extreme risk protection orders and red flag laws, and he's agreeing with what I'm saying. Right. And uh, this woman was at our event on the other side, and she got in a screaming match with someone in a Moms Demand Action shirt, and she got kicked out of our event and was back on the other side. And she has a handgun on her waist, and she's pointing at me, and she's saying, he has to go back to his side of the street. And I'm like, I'm having a conversation. And she goes, no, he has to go back right now. And then this man, large man, scary man, puts his arm around me and says, he's staying, I like him. <laughs> and uh, and she, she goes, no, he has to go right now. And he puts his hand on his gun and she puts her hand on his gun. Oh, on her gun, shit. And I pick his hand up from my shoulder <laughs> and I start to walk away. But that was the only time on this entire tour where I feared for my life because this was between two people who came to counter protest us and one guy who was willing to start something because she wanted me to leave. And, um, and this is, there's another story where we were marching. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. Where's Beardman now? Beardman, I don't know where he is now, but... <laughs> we don't know how the story ended. We lose no, track I, of I, I walked away so, to disarm the tension because they were about to have a shootout about me staying or not. <laughs> oh, Beardman was, de like, defending your life and you just walked away? <laughs> I didn't want that to happen right there. I didn't want a shootout to happen. Have you even tried to, like, search for him on Instagram or be like, yo, Beardman, we, you know we met, you had guns, I was young. I know he's fighting for... <laughs> I know he's fighting for extreme risk protection orders in Texas. Okay, now. okay. What else has happened to you this tell week? The, tell the, other, the NRA story. So we, uh, it was Joaquin Oliver's 18th birthday. He was one of the victims and Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And if the shooting never happened, me, him, and our friend Jamal, who designed these shirts, would be selling T-shirts this summer. Um, and so on his 18th birthday, we wanted to make it a really positive event. And we were going to be in Fairfax, so we had snow cones and sunflowers outside the NRA. And we had about 1,500 plus people come out, listen to music, they're painting, there's art. And then there's a, like a barricade, we shut down the street. It was the first time that street has ever been shut down, ever. Right. And so we shut down that street, and on the other side, there's uh, about 25 people armed with some kids there. And I wanted to go see who was over there, so I get to the barrier and... And I need to say real quick, they were screaming very profane things. They were, they were screaming over people's speeches. They were calling us morons. They were screaming over Joaquin Oliver's father painting the mural that was uh, 18 candles for his son's birthday. 
saying things like, you guys don't know anything about what you're talking about. I just need to set the stage. Thank you. Uh, so I have a snow cone and a sunflower, and I walk over to the, to the barrier, and there's a few armed police officers there trying to disarm any tension. And uh, I just look over, and I see this, this large woman with her arm around her daughter, and she's screaming, Uranium One, why aren't we talking about Uranium One? And uh, <laughs> under her arm is um, this little girl, probably like eight or nine years old, in a Confederate flag t-shirt. And, um, and I always remember what we learned from uh, uh, Ambassador Andrew Young and John Lewis. They say hate is something that is, is uh, taught. Right. Never, you're not born right. with hate. And so I'm looking at this girl, and that's what I'm thinking of. And this image will never leave my head, because I look at her eyes, and I see all she wanted was a snow cone. All she wanted was to come over and get a snow cone. And I knew her mom was holding her and not letting her come over. And I wanted to go over there, and they wouldn't let me. And so it's that kind of divide where we're not having a conversation, where we're not coming together in a positive way right. that is creating this hate and tension. Because there's no reason an eight-year-old girl should be having a Confederate flag t-shirt and be denied a snow cone, right. ever. Just give her the fucking snow cone. <laughs> so did, did you eat the snow cone? I ate the snow cone. <laughs> My friend actually dropped it on the floor. <laughs> Uh, right mine, got, mine fell too. Yeah, I wow. think that's just how snow cones go. At the end of the day, they, they either get thrown snow... away or they get they fall or. I was yeah, I was helping sort of... register voters and, and, dropped and I dropped my snow cone. <laughs> how long do you hold a snow it's cone for? The for? It's for the greater good. It's for the greater good, Matt. It was you like five minutes. <laughs> it was no. really good though. <laughs> I love honestly. I love that you you you're out there talking to people, meeting with people. I'm sorry that people say some of the things they do to you because it's uh. I, honestly, I've never seen something the way I've seen with, with these kids where people turn the victims into perpetrators somehow. It's honestly one of the weirdest morphings of an issue I've ever come across in my life. You mean so, like every other issue in America? Well, not, no, 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 not genuinely, not, not like, like, you say that, but you guys have been through, it, it's, it's, it's a special type of thing. So I, that's why I say, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. One more time, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.